0: 65 Podcast, you rockin with your boy B. Hey, you know what it is. You rockin' with your boy B. And it's the BTSE 365 Podcast. What's happening? What's happening? What's happening? The BTSE 365 Podcast. It's your boy B. It's the BTSE 365 Podcast. We are back. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's Marge Madness. And when I say madness, my bracket was busted on Tuesday. It ain't it ain't been nothing special about my bracket. We in the round two right now. A lot of people already done went on to the Sweet 16. This is the back end of the round of 32. So today, it's another day, man. I just want to Again, thank everybody for listening, tuning in, whenever you're tuning in, however you're tuning in. You heard the intro, man. It's the BTSE 365 podcast. I am your host. It's big. <laughs> hey, shout out to you. Shout out to y'all. Appreciate y'all, for real, for real, for keeping this thing going, rocking with me, growing with me. Um, also, there in the description, there's going to be a link because... I feel like everybody else does this but me. I don't ask for anything really. So, yeah, if y'all want to support the campaign, you want to support the cause or whatnot, it ain't free to do any of this. Technically, it is, but technically, it really ain't. So, boom, you know, my PayPal link is attached. You can support. I don't care if you give a dollar, fifty cents, two dollars, three dollars, five dollars, ten dollars, whatever. We appreciate you over here. Also, if you're somebody looking for consulting on starting a podcast, Holler at me, I got you I got you We gonna make this thing twerk, you hear me Email me, my email's gonna be Attached in the description as well btse365 At gmail.com Now that I've Gotten some of those formalities Out the way, we are gonna dive Right into this thing On Saturday it was the start of the round of 32 um, It was a lot of Bigger LSU in Maryland Went down to the wire Um, Gonzaga beat Baylor, Michigan State blew out Minnesota, Michigan handled Florida, Kentucky was in a tough game with Wofford, 62-56, but Auburn topped Kansas, beat them by 14, Auburn is a dangerous team because if they make their threes, mm they're going to be hell, Purdue Beat the the reigning champions Villanova, who this year we all knew it was kind of a yeah Villanova wasn't going back to the Sweet 16 or Final Four. Uh, Murray State John ja Morant, they went up against Florida State, a defensive juggernaut. Shout out to Leonard Hamilton, man, fellow Skyhawk, but man, they had they had everybody on lock. Like John ja Morant went five for six from three. But that was all in the first half, I believe. And they wouldn't let him get to the rack. He had he ended up the game with like 24 points. We don't have four assists. And we know he averaged 25 and 10. So the rest of the team was ineffective. You had guys going three for 13, five for 11. Let me check out some of these numbers real quick. Hold on. <laughs> Excuse me, y'all. I don't normally happen, but guess what? We live, baby. Two for 11, four for 11, four for 13. Ja himself was eight for 21. Now he had 28 points, five rebounds, and four assists. But when the rest of your team can only give you what? 34 points? It's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. And you're playing against a Florida State team that goes deep into the roster, like deep into the roster. You got guys, you got one, two, three, four, five, six, nine guys in double digit minutes. Whereas Murray State only has seven. So you got nine guys in double-digit minutes, and they're a team that shares the ball. You got guys with five, six, three, three, two assists, then they all rebounded, man, and they shot a pretty high percentage. The only person who had a bad shooting night was Walker. He went 0 for 5, but everybody else, 7 for 11, 4 for 6, 3 for 5, 10 for 12 for Cabin Gelly, 3 for 4 for Polite. So You know, these guys played good team basketball. They came out. They let Murray – I mean, Morant get his. But the rest of the team, in the words of Stone Cold Steve Austin, uh -uh. (laughs) uh-uh, ain't going to happen. So, shout out to Murray State. They made it. I I ain't going to stun. I had them as like the Cinderella because I just believed in what John Morant was bringing to the table. And the rest of the guys, they didn't necessarily – come with their lunch pail, it seemed like. They they missed a lot of decent open shots, and so they going home. Going home. Gonzaga's on a the tear. They're, they're, they're headed back to the Sweet 16. It seemed like Mark Few lives in the Sweet 16. Like, he's just there. He posted up wherever the Sweet 16 going to be. He's going to be there. Whatever the region he in, he's going to be there. Now, Auburn beat Kansas. Kansas is another team that's been up and down all year, but like I stated last week, I believe in players, and, and when it comes to making, you know, plays and time, like, okay, I highlighted Dedrick Lawson. He had 25 points and 10 rebounds yesterday, 25 and 10. But when you're going against the Auburn team, you got, you got to worry about that three-point shot. And Brown went 7 for 11 from three. Took 11 shots, I mean, 11 threes out of 13 shots. I mean, come on. Come on, man. Like, that three-pointer is a is a beast. That That's what makes Auburn dangerous because they got – they're going to shoot the three. Like, they're going to shoot the three. They took 20 plus threes yesterday. But it's all about if they're going to make the three. That's the thing. Michigan State beat Minnesota by 20. That wasn't even a game. Michigan and Florida, the game was pretty close in the first half, but Michigan ran away late. Now, Kentucky and Wofford, that was an interesting game. Wofford was back and forth, back and forth, but their threes stopped falling, and Kentucky's sides finally played a real factor, and they got a lot of tough boards late at the end of the game and made them guys take tough shots. Like McGee, number five for, for Wofford, the man took 12 threes. He made zero threes. Took 12, made zero. Now, Nathan Hoover, he took five and made four. That's what I'm saying about that three-point shot. It can make you or break you, living and dying by the three. They only had two players in double figures, and they only really six deep. You know, everybody in the starting lineup played 25-plus minutes in waffle. Now, Kentucky, on the other hand, they eight deep, but they they were pretty efficient. You got five for 10, four for eight, two for two, one for three, one for – you know, Tyler Hero was two for 11. He had a terrible shooting night. And Hagen's he was 4 for 11 but he made a couple of tough layups in the second half that kind of helped keep them rolling. And Travis was a man on the boards. He had 11 boards, 14 rebounds, you know. So, it it was a total team effort. But they didn't get, but at what, nine assists? You know, that's that's, that's not always a winning formula. So, and then with P.J. Washington out, I'm just not seeing them being that team that's going to, be a juggernaut or, or or actually go through and win it all. Now the game of the day on set over the weekend so far on Saturday cuz I'm recording this on Sunday. Y'all remember that now? <laughs> the game of the day that I saw was LSU and Maryland. Man, that that right there. LSU, man, they keep on keeping on. They keep on playing for Wave, man. The 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 fallen soldier, fallen teammate who was Taken due to gun violence last summer or last year, and they keep on keeping on. They keep on keeping on, and they they had a, a game winning layup by by Tremont Waters with like a what one point six seconds left. Maryland didn't have any timeouts, and so they it was over with. They came in, they threw it up and airball. LSU advances to the round of sixteen, and that's why we love Marge Madness that's why we love Mars Madness cuz you never know what's going to happen. You never know who's going to be the team. Never know. Now Sunday at Washington versus North Carolina, UCL versus Duke. Taco Fall get a chance to get a, get a chance to go up against Zion Williamson. Now he, he claim he ain't going to get put on no highlight, but we shall see. <laughs> Oklahoma and Virginia. That's going to be a good game. That's going to be a good game. Oklahoma, I right. Making some noise. Iowa and Tennessee, that's that's in the morning. UT had a scary game against Colgate on Friday. that really had people wondering, like, is Tennessee going to sit out here and flop? Are they really about to fold out here? So, yeah, we that's, that's going to be an interesting game. Buffalo and Texas Tech. Buffalo is an up-and-down team. Very, very high-paced. Texas Tech got a top five top ten player on their team in Jared Culver. Well I think if the Memphis Grizzlies get their hands on Jared Culver in this draft, alright, I right, that's all I'm gonna say. Alright. So that boy is an offensive powerhouse. Like he he can do it all on the offensive end. He's six six. He's long, he can rebound, he can score, he can defend, like he he can do it all out there. He's a he's a real five two player. Then you got to look at the next matchup of Liberty and Virginia Tech. And so every year there's a, a quote unquote Cinderella story. So, with these lower seeds left, you got UC Irvine, the 13th seed, going against Oregon in the late game tonight. Ohio State, they're going against Houston in the later game tonight. And Liberty. These are all, what, 12 and 13 seed, 12, 11, and 13 seeds. Who gonna be Cinderella out of that one, huh? Tennessee got Iowa this morning. I'm 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 going with Tennessee because I got Tennessee losing to North Carolina later in the tournament. Um, I just wanna see this Duke versus North Carolina national championship, man. We had a one seed be, lose to a sixteen seed last year for the first time ever. This year we need a Duke versus Carolina for the first time ever. That's real Mars madness right there. It's real Mars madness. And, and another thing I've observed from Marge Madden, Zion Williamson had his name on a pair of Kyrie's, but he can't get paid from Nike. <laughs> like, really? That's that's how we're doing it? That's how we're doing it? it it's it is it's crazy. You, you can put your name on there. You can have your name on there, but we can't give you no check from it. We're going to let you play these games, but we, we ain't going to give you no know, check from it. You know what I'm saying? We ain't going to do that. We just going to let you keep playing, getting money. They making so much money off this boy, it don't make no sense. Think about if Zion Williamson never went to Duke, and he went to South Carolina State or North Carolina a t One of them HBCUs, man. Let them get that money. Let them get that, that shine. cause. I don't care what nobody said, Man he went to Duke man That's that's where he needed to go Man Zion Williams A name and talent such as he is If he were to take that to an HBCU Or RJ Barrett I know he's from Canada But still I'm just saying Just listen to me Now let me paint this picture You go to these HBCUs right And The cameras coming to you They gonna be there Like the news people Gonna be there They They gonna show you highlights They have to because you're, you're who you are. You're the you're the talent. You're the product. There's no media guys without the product. You know what I'm saying? People forget that. Like, they just think, oh, well, we'll find another one. But if you keep getting other ones to go help bring money to these institutions, these black institutions, that would just be better for the cause. Or do like the big baller brand did and try to get your own thing. I don't think the JBA really worked out how you wanted it to work out, but you never know. Now, back on this Zion thing as far as players and not just Zion, but as far as these basketball and football college athletes who not getting paid for their likeness. Now, a Republican congressman is pushing to pass a new bill that would allow student athletes to make money off of their image and likeness. It was introduced days before the start of Mars Madness and NCAA bracket madness the Student Athlete Equity Act would amend the National Collegiate Athletic Association, NCAA, bylaws that pre- prohibit students from receiving any form of outside payment for the use of their name, image, and likeness. Under current NCAA rules, student athletes are not allowed to sign endorsement deals accept gifts from fans or even sell their autograph. As I was just saying, Zion Williamson can't earn a dime despite the fact that Him being him and his athletic acumen had got high-profile fans and celebrities coming into the stands to see him. D-Wade, LeBron, Obama. Like, you got Obama at your game to see you. Now, of course, we all know Obama's Slicker Tar Heel fan, but he was there to see Zion. He was there to see Zion play. So... Let's not get it twisted, man. Pay these children. Pay these teenagers. Give them something. We ain't saying you got to give them everything because we know that's what it's about. At the end of the day, it's just about the bottom dollar. It's just about the bottom dollar. These folks, man, people, you got to pay them what they worth. It's a metric for everything out there. They got a metric for the last time LeBron James scored... Thirteen or less points in the in a quarter or a half, or the last like you know like come on bro, on this day ten years ago LeBron James went three for three from three in the second quarter against the the, the Suns like that type of stuff. You got a metric for everything else. You can't figure out a metric to pay these 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 athletes. Not they're not amateurs. These these athletes. Okay, we know the twelfth man ain't gonna make what the you know what I'm saying, what the what the starting five make. But he should understand it. <laughs> should get an understanding, he should understand that. That's all I'm saying. He, he should just understand that. Now I mentioned the big baller brand a second ago. And there, there's probably about to be some dissension amongst the ranks. Uh, you know, recently, Lonzo, he shut it down for the rest of the year. LeVar been barking about how, what's his face, uh, Luke Walton can't coach his son. He didn't him how to lose. and Just a whole lot of barking. Now, this is the end of year, too. Lonzo not finishing the year. He hadn't played more than 52 games in the season yet. And he been in trade talks. Everybody hear it. I know you he hear it. He said if he traded, he traded. But recently, it came out that, I guess I can say now, former business partner, Alan Foster and co-owner or co-founder of the Big Baller brand, he only owns 16.33% of the company. And Lonzo is like the majority owner, like 51, I believe, 52, something like that. But he has allegedly stolen $1.5 million from Lonzo. In the big baller brand. And all this came out after last year at one point, uh, Lonzo's fin- financial advisor, or financier, as you would call it, had asked, you know, raised some questions because they were trying to do some taxes and it was like $1.5 million in cash just gone. And don't nobody just draw out $1.5 million, like don't, ain't nobody really making those types of transactions, not... Not on a regular, but I guess, you know, if you got it, you got it. And so Lonzo done sever ties with him. Uh, now, of course, the you know, people found out that Alan Foster got a, a history of male fraud. And he did a little time. I think he did like one to three years. But now, Alan was LaVar's was boy. They were partners, but... Lonzo and Allen's son Got cool back in the 7th grade So could this have been like Alan's plot his, his whole thing was Oh I see some promise in this kid And I'm gonna exploit this Like I see he could be a star one day Or something Or was it like they got cool Later in life he saw Hey this dude is gonna be a He gonna be a star So what does he do Shit, he go pluck that star. He see his pops' ambition, and they come up with a plan, and they do this and they do that, and then now, boom! You take the money. Now I don't know. I'm just, I'm just. That's, that's me just putting on my investigative journalism hat. <laughs> but even if not, that's pretty fucked up. Excuse my language. That's pretty bogus. I went this whole time without cussing, and there you go. My bad. I'm sorry, (laughs) Auntie. Hey, one one thing real quick, man. Shout out to the 3-Point Conversion down in the A. What up, Raphael, man? They doing some great things down there. Y'all should check them out on Facebook. If you got a Facebook page, the 3-Point Conversion. Got a lot of great quality going on right there. Shout out to WIN Radio, W-I-A-N Radio Online. My good people over there, they still rocking with me to this day. To this day, I'll <laughs> say, yeah, man, last week I failed to mention, but shout out to Errol Spence, man. He took care of Mikey Garcia, and I heard him say, man, look, he felt all that disrespect. He he, he heard the disrespect from a lot of his peers, a lot of black boxers who were like, oh, Mikey's smart, and Mikey's this, and Mikey's that, but I guess it's because Mikey Garcia had 39 fights, 39 professional fights, and he was 39 and 0. But that don't mean he's smarter or nothing like that. There was just a lot of that talk going around. And Errol, he, he heard it. And he beat that motherfucker down. Beat him down. They should have threw the towel in for him, but they didn't. Beat him down. So I'm all for whoever he want to fight next. He going to beat them down. to Beat you down, I beat you down. Beat him down, I beat you down. Who else want some? <laughs> But yeah, shout out to him, man. Also, follow your boy on Instagram at BTSE underscore three sixty five and Twitter at BTSE underscore three sixty five. And yeah, when I come back from this brief break, I'm gonna wrap everything up. Got a little bit more to talk about. We're going to talk about this Blaze the Stage fashion show that just happened in Ripley, Tennessee over the weekend. Hey, it's the BTSE 365 podcast. The BTSE 365 podcast. We are back. (laughs) Hey, uh, One time for the one time for the ambition foundation. We got a lot of great things coming to y'all this summer. Be on lookout. Nashville, Memphis, Ripley, West Tennessee, Tennessee abroad. You hear me? We got a lot coming in. A lot in store for the youth, for the less fortunate, those that have been uh, displaced or whatnot, what have you, that are out here looking for places to live and employment. We gon' we we finna hit the ground running here real soon. So the second quarter, third quarter, fourth quarter, and beyond of twenty nineteen. It's just an, it's an ambitious year. It's an ambitious time. Yeah. We on our way. You hear me? You dig shout out to D Mans. Shout out to my cuz Jason. Feeling make a lot of things shake, you hear me? Speaking of Jason, man, y'all get up with upkeep ads for all your digital advertising needs. That's right. Digital advertising is where it's at. Need digital billboards riding around, you need people in the, you know, riding up and down the streets, riding up and down the highway, seeing what you got going on, so holla at my people over at Upkeep Ads, that's right, upkeepads.com, it's one D in ads, okay, like advertising, U-P-K-E-E-P-A-D-S, upkeepads.com, won't go wrong, great, 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 great opportunity to have you your own information on the sign is running digitally. It's 2019, man. Y'all get with the program. Flyers are cool, billboards are cool, posters are cool, but everybody know it's digital, baby. It's a digital world. Y'all listening to me right now on a digital, you know what I'm saying? Outlet, Apple Podcast, SoundCloud, TuneIn, Stitcher, all that, you know? I forgot one, uh, Spotify. Yeah, run that up. Running it up. Don't forget to follow me on Instagram at BTSE underscore 365. We got a lot of information like on Instagram and Twitter. That's where I'm jumping the most. You know what I'm saying? Like you can get some instant updates, instant alerts. You can subscribe to the podcast too. Oh, YouTube is coming. Live podcasts are coming. So y'all be on the lookout because I'm working on a play. (laughs) I'm working on a play. Just know. I'm always working on the play. <laughs> oh, man. Look, I told y'all before, um, this past weekend, we were at the, the Blaze the Stage fashion show in Ripley, Tennessee. Shout out to Jackie. She brought the ladies out. It was plenty of women in there, y'all. Plenty of women's in there. We had your classy ladies, had your sassy ladies, we had your hood chicks, we had your quiet girls, we had your loud girls. It was you could take your pick in there, Well, I'm telling you right now, you could take your pick, take your pick. It was a lot of them, but it was a it was a great turnout, man. It was a great turnout. It was good to see people from different communities come together in Ripley and just have a good time. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Jackie. They had a nice fashion show. It was a great vibe. Shout out to DJ Big Hand, Famo E N T, representative. They was in the building Keeping the vibes Rocking all night Shout out to Dwayne Dixon You know what I'm saying Mookie Had the crowd tickled The whole night That boy That boy He a fool He been a fool Since he came out the womb You hear me And shout out to Miss Candy Coated AB Straight out of Cashville Nashville She came down To co-host Did the damn thing You did So Yeah it's always good When I can come to the crib Have a good time Good vibes Everybody acting grown You hear me Now I had the opportunity. I want to switch gears real quick. I had the opportunity to sit in on a conference call for the NFL with um Troy Vincent and Rich McKay. If you're unfamiliar with the names, uh, Troy Vincent is a former Philadelphia Eagle. He um, now is on the competition committee, and so uh, you know it was it was a conference call for the media, and had he's the executive vice president. Of football operations now for the NFL That's Troy Vincent And then we had the Atlanta Falcons president and CEO And competition committee Chairman Rich McKay To discuss the competition committee's agenda For the meeting Now there was a lot of us on there It was a 30 minute uh, conference call I won't bore you all with the whole conference call But I did get a chance to ask two key questions Uh, The first question I asked was About The um, actual uh, Overtime rules and how they saw those changing, if they saw those changing, anytime soon. So I'll let y'all hear the the question and the response on that one first. Christopher Taylor here with the BPS 365 podcast. Um, What changes, if any, do you guys see coming to the overtime rules in the regular season or postseason? I know Kansas City has that proposal out there. Uh, So have you guys had any discussions internally about the – Postseason overtime rules? We have. We, we discussed it at length, and and um, Kansas City got a proposal uh, on the table, and we, uh, you know, we'll see if uh, how that proposal fares as far as votes. We've had a lot of uh, discussion about um, the uh, the overtime uh, procedures over the years, and it, it's all been a good one, driven by data, and, and, and uh, it'll be interesting. Also, um, y'all excuse little buddy for trying to speak over me. That's that's pretty much how it just went, man. Like when it comes to this media thing and questions and all that type of stuff, you gotta just hop in there. Hey, uh this is so and so from wherever. So but if we was in if we was somewhere else, I would have had to check 'em for that, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm just playing. Now my next question was, I know y'all not aware of this because I was looking at like all the proposals and all that. And the Denver Broncos had a pretty interesting proposal out there about um, onside kicks. So I'll just let y'all check this this last question out that I had to ask. This is Tyler here again from the b c s 365 podcast. So I heard someone mention earlier about one of Denver's proposals. And Six A, it has them proposing to the alternative onside an alternative to the onside kick when the trailing team so they can have a chance to possess the ball. Is that the first proposal of its kind? You know, I think it is. I know we've discussed the rule before. I know we discussed it at the competition committee before. I don't ever. Maybe I'm wrong, but I don't ever remember it being put into a vote by the this is the first. This is the first, Rich. Yep, that's correct. Okay. 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 Any other questions for Rich and Troy? Yeah. Hi. This is Rick Mace. This is Rick Mace for the Washington Post.